0: Welcome to the Eye on the U podcast, Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson. I'm joined, as always, on the other line by Susan Miller Degnan, our Hurricanes beat writer here at the Herald. Susan, it's our first time in a while. Uh, it's been a very yes, busy spring in South Florida, um, and um, not much it's, going as on. if it wasn't busy enough with the Heat and Panthers in the finals uh, this weekend, Miami baseball back in the NCAA tournament, as they almost always are. Number nine yep. overall seed hosting uh, a regional this weekend in Coral Gables. That's where we'll start. We'll also, before at the end here, we'll we'll catch up on some football news. Um, not a whole lot going on, but some transfers, some commits, uh, some schedule announcements today uh, on right. Wednesday. But let's start with baseball because um, they go to the ACC championship last weekend. Yep. Uh, an incredible win against Duke, which I I got to see most of. Um, saw them hit all those home runs to come back in the late innings there, um, leading Clemson into the late stages of that game too, before kind of just basically running out of pitchers, uh, which really, happens, which happens sometimes in college baseball. Um, yeah, maybe yep. the difference between, um, a, a top eight, a, a national seed and, um, just hosting a regional. Um, although obviously if you're in the nine, nine seed, you get a pretty good chance to to host a super regional too it all takes an upset somewhere um Sorry. but uh let's start let's start just quickly um we have not I don't think we've talked baseball at all on the show this year um because yeah. basketball went so on such a long run you know usually we, we kind of would pivot a little bit to baseball around then but basketball kept us going for a while um for people who are just checking in now um patching up, uh, maybe watched the tournament uh, over the weekend where those games were all ACC network. Um, Just what, what, what has stood out to you most about this Miami baseball team? What the home runs clearly are seem like they're home the runs. biggest strength of this team. Um, Hitting. Just give, give me your scouting report on this team real
1: quick. Give me, give me a reason okay. why they can go on a run. They're, they're, they're really great at the plate. Whereas last year in the regional, you know, they lost two games by one run uh and you know they just couldn't hit at all this year they're they're really good hitting uh and uh, i mean they're number four in the ncaa and in the, in the whole country and they're like 305 division one teams yeah. they're number four in home runs um they're let's see here we we got yeah with 112 now and um 100. 39 is the is the all-time record for um but it keeps going the, the count keeps going <laughs> until the end of the season they uh Johandy morales is amazing okay he's batting 405 now 90 yeah, like
0: legitimate superstar like
1: you yeah
0: know, one of the high of country yeah. high
1: draft run 16 home runs i mean 680 slugging percentage I, but they have several they have six guys i don't think we've talked about that maybe but uh who have now double digit i mean two guys including a freshman a kid named blake sear who's a second baseman has 16 home runs also um and they got they've got a lot of offensive talent on this team Mm -hmm. and by the way by the way defensive talent they're uh I think, yeah, they're. I wish I had it in front of me. They're definitely one of the top teams fielding in the country. Um, and if you had seen the Wake Forest game, oh my God, you didn't see that one on. Saw a little
0: bit of it, but yeah, the Duke one now, was the one I was really able to like watch the whole thing of pretty much. I saw your tweets about yeah. the
1: teams <laughs> off the rails or whatever you said. It was but just every
0: inning people were hitting home runs.
1: Every inning, yeah. Exactly. Duke's
0: what? Duke was way up Duke's there too. in the ACC in home runs too. If I I think Duke they is a graphic good at some
1: point. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Duke is good. Um Yeah, 30th in the
1: Miami, But my yeah, Miami fielding very good. I mean, Johanny the, the, Morales is so good at third base and they this this their center fielder Jacoby Long, this kid I, it was number 4 on ESPN's uh, best pl- whatever, the top place yeah. the day. The other day he like he literally jumped above the fence in center field, way above it with his glove, got the ball, brought it down, and then the ball like dropped out of his glove and kind of slow motion sword and then he caught it again. He's really fast. He's they're they're very good um defensively. And um and pitching though, if you want to know the pitching side of it, they've had problems because they've had guys hurt. Yeah. This guy Carson Liggan, who was their starter to to begin the year, um had tendonitis in in late April and just had his first appearance in the all in the excuse me ACC uh, in the ACC tournament but Gino Damari, the coach said that he was um, that he was fine I I don't know because Gino said right before that that every time he pitches he's fine when he pitches and then he's in bad pain after right
0: you need to see how he responds yeah. yeah
1: he said he was fine anyway you went so they're pitching and as you know in regional it's a double elimination tournament mm-hmm. okay it's regional there are four teams uh they play Maine, um which by the way i'm in the middle writing my advance and what's really interesting is uh this is i think uh there's 16 16 regionals in the country 14 yep. regionals and uh coral gables uh is he one of only 3 in which all four teams have have played in the World Series. And I didn't realize that Maine had played in seven World Series. Um and of course Texas
0: Yeah, we should run through. Miami's the one seed, Texas the two, two seed. Uh, Louisiana the
1: three, Maine. Right. Exactly. And Texas has t- it, Miami and Texas have combined for 71 college world series appearances at uh, Miami's number two all time with 25. Those Texans. are kind
0: of like the two powerhouses of yeah, the like two exactly. thousands, basically. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And Texas is number one all time with 37. So, <laughs> uh, it's kind of, it should be, it should be a fun regional. And, uh, and if Miami, um, gets out of the regional, um, they're 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 paired up with the the winner of the Stanford um regional so this if Stanford is if Stanford you know gets eliminated then and and Miami wins
0: then Miami would host the super regional
1: yeah otherwise they got to go to um California yeah otherwise it's bad so as Gino says we'll take one game at a time and and see what happens
0: yeah um The pitching, as I mentioned, it kind of was like they just ran out of arms. It's been their weakness all year long, right, because of the injuries. You know, if if Ligon is is good, that changes a lot. That's like a starter. Like that's an extra five, six innings. You just get out that you didn't have all year long to work with. Um, Very important to like win the first game, right? Because if you're battling from behind, you're playing the extra game. Um, If you are as thin pitching as Miami, you know, some teams can survive that if they've got a really deep you know they've got three rock solid starters and and really good bullpen and Miami's the one thing they do have going for them though is they have one of the best closers in
1: the country yes they do a definitely one of the top few yeah. uh, maybe maybe the best I mean Cameron, maybe, did he win the award last he, year he was a finalist for that I can't yeah, remember Yeah, finalist. I think he was number two with saves yeah. he's I think his stats are like I mean I I would put them against anybody and he's such a big strong guy I mean I I wouldn't want to go up against him but he's um he he Andrew
0: Walters we should say
1: I don't think we said his name yeah Andrew no I think maybe he did but anyway Andrew Walters uh who will uh you will be a high draft choice. I don't know what round, but yeah. i relievers.
0: So it's a little, you know, those guys don't usually go first round, but right. maybe yeah.
1: second round or I, yeah, I, mid maybe. round
0: first I, five rounds, I, I'd, I'd guess. Although yeah. I thought the same thing last year and he didn't even get drafted. But obviously that was because he well, like eventually said, like, I'm coming back to Miami. Instead. That was different. He wanted yeah, yeah, yeah. his yes. of money and that was it. Anyway, yeah, exactly. uh,
1: he has a 1.08 ERA. Uh, can you get much better? I don't think so. That 1.08, I don't know. Anyway, he's 4-0 uh he's batters are hitting 168 against him. uh he's really really good uh Mm -hmm. he's you know he has a a breaking ball now and uh you know he he added that to his repertoire because mostly it's a fastball right so if somebody gets a hold of his fastball that's a problem Mm -hmm. Uh, you know because it goes far but um last year you know Andrew's really good oh he, and he has 11 saves he's definitely one of the top guys in the country mm-hmm. and last year it you know I don't want to say ironically because he is the closer but they uh, he's the one that gave up they they fell apart with yeah two, they fell apart with two two runs and two outs in that in the last game two run, uh, excuse me excuse me yeah they were up. Two to one. And there were, I think there might have been two strikes and two outs. I yeah. uh they lost. He and he fell apart, gave up there was a wild pitch, there was all kinds of stuff going on. Um, so and then they so yeah, up three and two with two outs in the bottom of the night, they lost to Arizona four through four three. Arizona went on to lose to Ole Miss, okay, uh, who UM had lost to like the day before or whatever and old miss goes on to to win the national championship so that really really As
0: they were the last team into the tournament too i remember old miss they were the last team into the field That's right
1: into the um, into the region i was
0: remember there was like it wasn't a hurricane i don't think but that game but the final game happened like late monday or something because it would rained all weekend
1: right. oh. it was a weird it was a weird ah. regional that's a um, great, that's that's a great segue, by the way. I wanted to bring up rain just for a second because uh-huh. that's going to affect this weekend. Right. I mean, that's good. David, last year, it was incredible. I mean, there was but, like... There was like a chance that they weren't going to get it finished. It was like a whole... It was bad. It yeah. was a really bad storm. And every year, it seems like there's storms. But uh, last year was bad. And, and look at... It's rainy season. Yeah. So... I know we're looking out the window. Okay. It's, it's not raining where I am right now, but it probably, looks like it might be about it's, to. It's pouring where I am, by the way, okay. it's dark and rumbling and stuff. But that, by the way, we are talking about pitching and we, we can wrap this up with baseball, but uh-huh. really affects the pitching. Yes. U.M. already doesn't have enough pitchers. And then it, it's horrible when it starts raining after like an inning and a then- half. Yeah, you, can, you so it can go either it can go two ways, right? One, it's bad if you lose
0: starters. The other is if the tournament stretches across four days instead of three days. Some of those relievers can maybe pitch a couple extra innings here and there. But um, like you yeah. said, it can it's more often than not it goes bad where you have a starter you're hoping he's gonna throw five innings and instead he only throws three it goes bad to disappear
1: yeah these are college pitcher, and then yeah. and then they and then they they um it's bad when it goes when it gets stretched because it rains more than once right it keeps raining it rains for different games so it's uh anyway let's hope it doesn't yeah
0: now i will say i know i think every college baseball fan base complains about not having enough pitchers like that's the thing you have to remember is that um, no one has enough pitchers in college baseball. So like, yes, like some of those, you might bl- like yeah. against Clemson, they clearly ran out of pitchers before Clemson did, but sometimes both teams run out of pitchers and then it just becomes wacky. It's why college baseball is is so hard to predict. And, and sometimes a great team can just roll in a way that a great base, uh, MLB team can't roll because having just that number of extra competent relief pitchers makes a, a huge, huge difference.
1: And by uh, the way, by the way, Clemson has won sixteen games in a row. So yeah, they look like a powerhouse.
0: Um, but Miami beat Wake, who's uh, still the number one overall seed, right? Wake yeah. oh, still yeah. got that one seed, so um, they can clearly hang with anyone. Um, how many innings do you think, like Walters? Obviously, you know, all year long, they're they're pretty. Miami is always pretty cautious with its pitchers. How many innings do you think Walters? He knows he not
1: go this weekend. He wants to go a lot and Gino holds guys back. Went, like he, he, he went three days in a row at the ACC tournament. Mm-hmm. I think he went three days in a row. Yeah. I think how many innings at a time? I recently I've seen Gino put him in like in the seventh. Yeah. You know, I, I like in the seventh. Can't with, do that three days in a row, but yeah. Yeah. Seventh with one out, whatever. But he has to, he has to read. I mean, all I he just wants to get out of the regional and then
0: he'll worry about next okay. week. It becomes a lot easier once you get out of the, the regional is in a lot of ways the hardest. Uh well, I guess like the college world series is really hard, but the super regional is the best of three series. It becomes a, a lot series. easier. Yeah. yeah.
1: exactly. I I think I, I I've seen him, I think definitely more than once put him in in the seventh. Yeah. I mean, he's listen, when it gets close, he's putting in Walters.
0: Thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, That's you're gonna it. have to manage him, right? Like against Maine, you want to stay away from him so you can hopefully use him against Texas. Like it's it's gonna be a it'll be interesting to see, see how they manage it. Uh, before we finish on baseball, Susan, which milkshake are you drinking? The Texas barbecue Not- brisket, the you Louisiana know- Tabasco, or the Maine butter lobster? Oh my god! Did they just come out with the notes? Uh, this is a mark like shake. tweeted this uh yesterday okay
1: great. give them to i have not had one milkshake they're too much sugar for me but go ahead what what tell me texas
0: barbecue brisket which uh, has vanilla with brisket and barbecue sauce uh that's for texas obviously louisiana tabasco for louisiana Uh, as vanilla tabasco and cajun spices that's out that's out and Maine butter lobster, which is vanilla butter and lobster. Oh God! They really like. No. I think so. I... Last year, the whole thing—remember they had the buffalo wing? The yes, the, the they put
1: the. What did they put in a the celery? They
0: put stick? A, a celery stick in a like a, buf- a buffalo wing, like a full chicken wing in it.
1: Oh my um, God.
0: And I think that like went viral, right? Like people were tweeting about it. So I think really? they've leaned into the ridiculous, because you know sometimes I like they'll. Uh, I remember that I think was, who was it last year it was Ole Miss, Canisius, and Arizona. Arizona and like Ole Miss, they did like a hottie toddy, a hot toddy, like yeah, yeah, milkshake, yeah. which is like normal, cool, good idea for a milkshake. Uh, this year they've gone um, over the top with it. I, it, think. it I think I think because they saw the reaction to the Buffalo Wing one, and and they're looking for uh,
1: what's the I if know. I had to do it, if like you, if you put a gun to my head, I shouldn't even say that. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, then I would do the Texas. If I had to. With the I brisket? Do, yeah, the I would sauce. definitely do that one. I The others are out. But I think I, I'd do I, the lobster. Not, I don't know if I trust ballpark
0: lobster, but like in theory, oh, uh, lobster. Davey. You're going like, to
1: eat a Mark Light lobster? And then... I, I'm just saying in theory. I don't think I would have it at Mark Light. But I don't really like butter. I like... I love butter, like croissant. I just think you like butter and kind a of vanilla dessert.
0: milkshake could like kind of work. Like you know it's really? like a I little butteriness.
1: Gross. i mean <laughs> like, it's, it's all dairy
0: it's all dairy just mixed together
1: that's true but i maybe may, maybe but wait a second they don't even what's the um one i should know this what's the well they don't do a um one right they do uh well, they, they, they do there's mark light there's a jim morris one well they've got a million right they've what got like a, a chocolate and the one i like
0: i've got their menu up right now I
1: haven't, I haven't been to a game all year i've been to
0: a game in two years actually i didn't go to a single game last year now i don't live down there anymore um what's the one i like um i mean the j-row is obviously i feel like that's the favorite right what is the that chocolate chocolate, chocolate? with no. oreo oreo chocolate with oreo and fudge um chocolatey i like oreos in it, with uh, the, it the baseball buddy that's the one i like the vanilla shake with peanut butter and fudge
1: oh i like that yeah okay yeah I, I i like that i know the jim morris one is like chocolate this with chocolate fudge <laughs> and chocolate sprinkles I don't know what Geno's is. Really. Yeah, no, they don't have. I'm not sure. They're t- there. They're...
0: The, the Josie Gacky is with fudge and marshmallow. That sounds pretty good.
1: Yeah. If you if you if you know, if you don't want to go into a diabetic coma, don't. Uh... Well, it's hard to drink
0: it at a base when you're working, right? Because like, you got to you got to stay. Out Wait, of I,
1: I have not had one. OK, I haven't had one sip of one. Uh-huh. So. Maybe that's giving the canes good luck, so I might stay away. Maybe I'll take a sip of somebody's uh, brisket brisket one. (laughs) So, oh, man. I'm glad you brought that up, actually.
0: Okay, let's switch gears to football before we wrap things up. Football, football. Uh, where do you want to start? We can talk. There's some schedule. Let's do the schedule at the end. Start with. Um, okay, I was going to say let's start with the news, but let's do that last. That's fine. Um. Okay. Let's some do some it. addition. Let's start with. Let's just run through everything that's happened. I guess okay. since we uh, we last talked, um, a couple transfers coming in. Um, they get, uh, Shamar Kirk, a junior college wide receiver. They get. Uh, Tyler Harrell, a transfer-wide receiver uh, from Alabama via Louisville, Uh originally from Columbus.
1: Um, Columbus, yay! Yeah.
0: They get Anthony Campbell, um, a huge defensive lineman from ULM, 6'7", 265. Wow. Um, They get Jadaeus Richard, I believe has happened since we last talked. Maybe that happened, actually. I don't remember exactly when that happened. Anyway, cornerback from Vanderbilt, um, who was a four-star recruit coming out of high school. Um, and then mm-hmm. uh, this week uh, reported, we don't know exactly when it it happened because he never made an announcement. But Louis, Luis, right. Lou Cristobal, um, yeah. nephew of Mario Cristobal, transferring from Georgia State. Um, any of those transfers kind of pique your interest, um,
1: Cristobal. <laughs> no i i know well, i mean i i it piques my interest because yeah, uh yeah. i mean how could, now, like happens, I, I said it's all in the family so uh i i, I want to see if he has a uh a scholarship or not
0: yeah uh, be interesting but um, probably i would say Maybe i'm not sure he was I, a, guess, you I know mean, a three-star recruit coming out of high school another columbus guy uh georgia state <laughs> um you know miami not just the crystal ball thing they like the columbus guys they you know a lot of connections there beyond just him being Mario Cristobal's son and and obviously like Hayek, pretty good a good student right all those guys who come out of Columbus are yeah. pretty good students and coachable all that kind of stuff. so um yeah, a depth, depth addition there. the one who really interests me is Anthony Campbell just because of that size. Um, right. He is you know every year you go to the draft and they'll talk about these guys who are like zero star recruits coming out of high school. I right. uh, went to a school like ULM um, and that's Anthony Campbell, right? He's six, seven. He was not ranked as a, a high school recruit. Um, I don't know his whole story, but. Uh, he grew just, up in
1: Kingston, Jamaica.
0: Yeah. So you just look at that frame um, and the fact that he was like, kind of like an unknown basically. Right. It's not like necessarily he was right. bad. Like he was a, a project, like you said, from Jamaica. Yeah. Um, you know, you just you get him in with in there with uh Jason Taylor, and um, I'm I'm very interested to see. uh You know, just like I said, that frame, the story, the the background, all that kind of stuff. Like, feels like a kind of guy who could be like a, a hidden gem.
1: A little bit. But they're talking about him also
0: inside, which is so. Yeah, weird. I mean, at that side, he's probably going to put on, I guess, a little bit of weight. But yeah, um, I mean, six seven to play like that's huge. Like you can play I'll anywhere.
1: T- I'll tell you who intrigues me, Tyler
0: Harrell. I yeah,
1: only anybody that anybody that's the
0: one. Who's the one who I think is the best chance, to like really, kind of help him this year of the this group we're talking
1: about? Yeah, and he's he's local, so he knows this area and he,
0: Columbus again. A
1: lot of the same things we just said about Lou Cristobal, right? And you know, eight, eight, eighteen passes for five hundred twenty-three yards in two thousand twenty-one at Louisville. And he has six touchdowns. So the guy is proven. Yeah, he's a
0: burner. Really, really fast. That's his kind of his calling card.
1: Um. He he, he missed the first half of 2022 with some kind of injury, uh, according to Alabama, you know, on their website. And so last year, he only had two catches for 18 years. So 18 yards. So I'd love to know the backstory on him a little bit. Um, And yeah, I mean. That that's and, and any time they get a receiver,
0: yeah, it, yeah. I, Again, I'm it's a position we've kind of talked about the most. I'd say basically since Rambo and Harley left, there's like they still they just need to take right. swings at guys and um, find one that find a couple that work out, right? They they've got some guys I think we're pretty excited about, right? Um, a lot of the, you know I I think the, the fr- some of the freshmen were pretty impressive. Um, you know we, we really trust Xavier Restrepo but like they're still just they need they need stars there and um, yeah. I'm not saying Harold's gonna be like a lock to be a star but they just need to take bites at the apple with guys who are uh have a skill like he's got a skill right that speed is a skill like it's going to make him useful um even if it's not going to make him a star
1: I, I agree and I keep uh Thinking that this offensive line, if it really is as good as th- that as advertised, mm-hmm. it's going to help a lot with everything.
0: Yeah, well, oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean that the if you have a, a unit that is truly excellent, it can cover up a lot of weaknesses, and that's what we think this offensive line might be. Um, yeah, they definitely have to protect Tyler. So as yeah. we talk about, um, also they added a couple twenty twenty four recruits, uh, both local guys. Uh, one, Vincent Shavers. Uh, linebacker uh, okay. from Miami central. These are 2024 recruits. So not guys who are going to be on the team next year. Um, still a year away, but it is recruiting season. This is kind of, we're getting right up to the point where Miami kind of started its run on commits last year. That was, uh, I think end of June last year. So that's all I'll get to that point later, but, uh, Vincent Shavers three-star linebacker from Miami central played last year at, I think played last couple of years at Monsignor pace um and uh the one who's who's a good player um but the one who's really kind of intriguing to me is another columbus guy we're talking about a lot of columbus guys uh dalen russell defensive lineman from columbus another three-star guy not a very highly ranked recruit at all but um was our player of the year uh defensive player of the year for uh the big schools in dade county last year um a huge part you know columbus won the state championship Uh, you know, they've got a five-star defensive end on that team. And, you know, when we pick players of the year, we really like survey coaches a lot. And, you know, I'm not just picking out of my hat based on who I think is, is the best guy I saw all year. I'm talking to coaches and, and Columbus's coach, Dave Dunn was basically like our defensive line is awesome. And this guy's our best defensive lineman, even with some of the bigger name recruits there. Um, he's small, right. He's listed at six, one, I think it's probably a bit right. Um, but he uh, had 11 tackles in the state championship game as a defensive tackle, and forced a fumble, and had a sack. Er, oh. So, um, a lot to like about him, even if the size is is a question mark.
1: How many of these guys do you you know? How, how many do you think end up sticking once you get out?
0: Yeah. So, because what are they're at nine commits right now? Only one is a four star recruit. Um, Chance Robinson from St. Thomas Aquinas. Um. You know, I think it's hard to take um, you know, like the, these three-star guys are they're getting like they're not gonna probably flip somewhere because like, you know, like Miami's gonna lose them to another school. Um it's hard oh, to look. take a it's hard to take a local kid and then drop him, right? And then say, like, actually yeah. we we like this guy more, like we don't have room for you anymore. Um now Which, what I wanted to say at the top was, I know a lot of people are like, "Why is Miami's class? Why is it all these three stars right now?" Um, a year ago, they get bumped, right? Well, that'll that could be one thing, right? Like some of these guys are going to climb, but the other thing, like, you know, I don't know if Dalen Russell will ever be a four-star recruit just because he's small. Like when you're only six foot six one, near a defensive tackle, you got to be like Reuben Bain essentially um, to be like a, a really highly ranked recruit. Um, but the other thing is like Miami's run on recruit. you know, we think of that great summer run they had on, on of commitments last year. Right. That all started the last weekend of June um, when they got um, uh, Jaden Rashada was the first down. They had a couple, I think they had a, um, the, the Washington twins were committed by then. Um, and then they got Jaden Rashada the last weekend of June and then they got, like, Ray-Ray Joseph a couple of days later. They got Francis Mangoa on July 4th. Um, they got Riley Will. It was, like, every five days they were getting a, a like, top 200 recruit, basically. So right. um, they got a lot of three stars right now. And, and like you said, some of those guys will bump up. Some are just, like, one's a punter. Like, he's going to be a three. You can be the best partner in the country. He's going to be a three-star recruit. Um, but the other thing is that just, like, they got plenty of time. Like I'm, I'm not worrying at all yet. Yeah, they like, they've lost, you know, they, they missed out on Jeremiah Smith, right. The five-star who's going to Ohio state, like the tough loss, but like, you're not going to win them all. So um, I don't know if, if on July 4th, this recruiting class still is missing a bunch of like, it's still whiffing on guys and feels like it's not going anywhere. Then Yale, yeah, I'll, I'll worry a little bit, but like recruiting season has not started yet. like,
1: yeah, a yes, true. Camps,
0: camps are in June. June is when recruiting season
1: starts, and and also uh, and also the season. I mean, I, I I mean the season affects things too. Sometimes yeah. people yeah. start moving around or thinking. Oh, oh especially
0: oh. with NIL now, it's like guys flipping more than ever. For sure. Yeah.
1: So I, I you know, I, let's see how UM does. All of a sudden, if UM starts doing really well, people are more interested and. there's a lot of time left as you said a lot of time
0: yeah i don't think they're taking guys now because they're missing on other guys right it's too early to be like we missed on a receiver we got to go get a backup plan right now like those are we're like 10 months away from national signing day and um you know seven months away from the early signing day and so uh yeah plenty of time i'm i'm not worrying but i i wanted to spotlight dalen russell especially because he's a a really, really good player who might not be that have the high ranking. And, and, you know, sometimes if you're too small, you just can't overcome that in college football. Right. But um, sometimes you can, but sometimes you can, and and he's really good, high character, right. Another Columbus yeah. guy. Um, and uh, I think anyone who watches football in, in Dade County knows that, that he's a, a really good player and, and is the kind of guy that, if he went somewhere else, we would maybe be hearing in a couple of years. Like, why did Miami let that guy get away?
1: Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know how, I mean, I, I don't know how much the coaches look at three star and I mean, yeah, no, they, they
0: don't, they don't, but, I, I, but the three star, the stars are based off largely kind of based off college coaches evaluations. Like, yes, the guys at 24, seven and on three, like they're ranking with their own things, but like if an Alabama, if Alabama wants a guy, they know that guy's better than a three-star recruit. Like they, Right, but again, things can move. Like Dalen Russell will probably get bumped up because Miami decided he's good. So, um, exactly, exactly. Um, Do you wanna let's let's finish up with the schedule stuff? Yeah. Uh, four game times announced. Um, Bethune Cookman, uh, Miami of Ohio, uh, whatever the two notable ones. Texas yeah. A&M, uh, A and a three thirty kickoff um, on yeah. ABC
1: um what is that the second week of the season september 9th saturday, the second a, week, saturday right? a rare saturday i mean today <laughs> three out of the four game times for big some big games were yeah. on, were not on saturday right so um, yeah so yep. that's the big one 330 week two um i think a big
0: one to me and is, then the other one we should say boston college uh, the day after see. thanksgiving after thanksgiving
1: Bob. bc and that and this year there's no there's no um uh, divisions mm-hmm. so there's no atlantic no coastal and uh you know it's just who has the best winning percentage or whatever and and uh you know it's fun the last game is always fun and and it's usually means something usually yeah Right? The last game in Boston. And it's at Boston College. I'm not, it's it's November... Uh, 28th or 29th, Something like that. It's the day yeah. after Thanksgiving. It' Friday, November 24th. 24th, but, yeah. In Boston, it can be snowing on November 24th. Yeah. You know what it reminds
0: me of? When they played Pitt. I think that was a noon game the day after Thanksgiving when they oh lost. Uh, but
1: I... Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah
0: Kenny Pickett's was. first start. Oh
1: my God. I'm really, yeah. I've seen some, some Pittsburgh games in the snow. Yeah. also, But, but also, um, uh, yeah, Boston, I mean, playing at Boston is really fun. They'll hype that game up a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that, that I'm really looking forward to that one. And the other one was seven 30. You know what? There's no, they're, they're night games. I mean, that the opener, right, is 7 p.m. And then the Texas a m is, oh, no, Texas A M is 3 is 3.30. You're right. And then Bethune-Cookman, 7.30 p.m. They uh-huh. made sure you got that. Uh, and that's a Thursday, by the way. Right. September 14th. So, um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the schedule. I'm looking forward to going to Philadelphia for the Temple game.
0: Yeah, there you go. The Manny Diaz Bowl.
1: The Manny Diaz slash Al Golden Bowl.
0: Yeah, the Al Golden Bowl too. Right, I forgot about that. Yeah, um,
1: exactly. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm looking forward to at Florida State November 11th. So,
0: yeah, we got got some got some good ones. The Texas a and obviously will be, be. You know, we you were up there last year. That was a night game. That was a good. Um, that was a great game kind of it was like a kind of a terrible game a very entertaining competitive game yeah Uh, yeah yeah, some bad football in that game though um which turned out to be uh prescient considering how both of those team seasons wound up going um really true i don't (laughs) don't know if it'll be a top 25 matchup this year but who knows you never know miami and texas a&m always seem to start the year around around 25
1: they put put that game on, on abc yeah. It's the only national game on. Somebody thinks – TV thinks it's a big game. So, yeah. or Well, I mean, Miami
0: and Texas A&M will pro- probably both be one all I don't know who A&M opens with. Um, you know, both teams just, like, even when they're coming off a year like Miami did, like Miami's going to – in the preseason AP polls, I don't know if they'll be ranked, but they'll be right in the receiving votes group. So, uh, you know, you never know. Um, it'll definitely be – like, there'll be a spotlight on it. It'll be a chance. Like, both teams will be – I think both I think people around the country are thinking both teams can't possibly be as bad as they were last year. So, like, they're waiting for someone to to show up and, and kind of prove that they're uh, they're back a little bit. So uh, that will be a fun one. Um, Miami, Ohio will be a fun one because it's the Miami versus Miami game. And, um, and Clemson, busy. how about Clemson at Hard Rock? That'll be fun. Um, fun little schedule this year. So and some fun home games, right? They didn't yes. really have any fun home games last year. Pretty much all the big games were on the road last year.
1: Yeah. Uh, at Clemson,
0: at A&M. Of all, is at Hard Rock. So. Yeah. Like all right. It. Um, I think we can finish things up there. Uh, you can follow Susan on Twitter at S. Miller Degnan. She'll be out at Mark Lightfield all weekend long, uh, sitting through some rain delays. <laughs> I was just going to say that. N- nibbling on some brisket milkshakes. <laughs> um, you can follow me. On Twitter at DV Wilson2. I will be in Las Vegas uh for the Stanley Ugh. Cup final. Kinda so, can't believe it. Um so lucky. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, except that it's gonna be like a hundred degrees when I land there on Friday morning. So
1: Oh my um, god.
0: As I uh talking to John Van Beesbrook today, uh he was like it's gonna be the hottest combined temperatures in a, a finals, Stanley Cup finals ever, but jumping between Fort Lauderdale and Las Vegas, so
1: that's
0: crazy. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be fun, though. Um, we got Anthony Chang up in, in Denver for the NBA finals. Um, got local sports bars around South Florida flooded with patrons.
1: Um, and and I love people can go see, right? They can go um, watch the game. There's like watch parties. Yeah, the- I, I, I know just- for the Panthers. I, I assume he oh,
0: cool. usually do that, too. Um, I, I'm not sure. I haven't seen if they're doing it, but yeah um crazy i mean it's crazy never thought we would see the day where it would be like this
1: what do you get for ten dollars i want to know it's a seat that's it oh a seat you you gotta see i I thought maybe get some munchies or something no no. No, you gotta pay for that you gotta pay for that
0: um all right uh thanks again for listening and uh we'll talk to you guys next week we'll we'll come in uh oh what happens with the baseball i guess yeah yep next week for sure oh and it's raining here now so yeah not a a good omen so all right uh thanks again talk to you guys next week thank
1: you